after a one-hour-long discussion with Derek Miner about his The Trap album. We took another hour to dive into some heavy questions. The Trap and the conversation about it unveiled the hardships of a disenfranchised African-American community as they struggled to fly high above the trap by any means. Coming into this interview, I found another opportunity. Let's have an honest and nuanced conversation about race. Yes, not an original idea, but let's do something a little different. Let's pretend for a moment that you, not a person of color, had the opportunity to sit down with a black person and ask them anything without recourse. What would you ask? It is in this vein that Derek Miner and I spoke about racial stereotypes, misconceptions, and solutions to help people understand each other better. Instead of shouting and arguing, we used it as a teachable moment that takes many of the rebuttals towards the African-American community and gives a more thoughtful answer. It is also important to note, and he acknowledges it as well, that Derek Miner does not speak for all black people. He is aware that some people may agree with the rebuttals and that others may even fall somewhere in the middle. This is his take and interpretation towards the questions being asked. So without further ado, Rapzilla presents a black and white conversation about race. So what do you say to people when, you know, a police officer comes up to you and they say, well, if you were just polite and didn't resist the police officer, everything would have been fine? I would say all you have to do is just listen to stories of black people that can tell you that that's not always true. So first of all, we can't, we live in a very sensationalistic society Mm -hmm. where um, it's 100% black and white. So some people would say all cops are bad. Some would say no cops are bad. They're just regular guys trying to do their job. But, um, and that's because we don't think about culture and we don't, again, like what I talked about, like I don't speak for all black people. Like one good cop doesn't speak for all cops and one bad cop doesn't speak for all cops. So Mm -hmm. what I would say is to that uh, answer, I would say, listen, police officers are, there's there's a wide range of people to the, to, to the most corrupt, to the most uh, honorable. And the issue that black people have with, with police officers, I would say doesn't necessarily have to do just with the bad cop. Um, it's, it's like, if you look at the videos, there's been people that were just like, uh, Jordan Crawford was just walking around a Walmart, a cop stalks him around the corner and guns him down. Um, he wasn't... He didn't even get a chance. Tamir Rice didn't even get a chance to be polite or impolite. So, and then also the sentence for being impolite in America is not death. So me being impolite doesn't mean that I automatically get sentenced to death. But that's what often happens in these environments. Now, should you be smart and try to de-escalate the situation? Yes, you know, no one should be, no one should escalate a situation. But at times, um, I've been the politest cops ever, and I've still been handcuffed and talked to wow. like that, like like a like I had a cop literally threaten to kill me, um, and I'm handcuffed in the back seat of his car, and he was saying that because I wasn't answering his questions fast enough, <laughs> because he's asking me like all these different questions. He's like, "Boy, you asking for it, like." I could I could take your life now. 
You know what I mean? Um, wow. And it's like those types of scenarios doesn't, you know, for certain people, it doesn't matter how nice you are to them. And then there's other people that they do. So I think we have to look at uh, culture. We have to look at there's a police culture. So that's one answer. Usually these have multiple answers. But I would say answer number two would be the issue that a lot of black people have is not just the police brutality, but it's how the government protects people that are clearly wrong. Um, you know, I mean, when you see a person beat the crap out of someone uh, on camera and then they get paid leave and then they never get convicted, that is that is very frustrating. So, and it's like oftentimes the government protects the person that's doing wrong and that, and it's because of their badge and that's not fair. Um, it's not, like I think, Mm-hmm. Police officers that do the wrong thing should be held accountable, right? Just like anyone else would. It's very simple. Yeah, they're, they're citizens just like myself. They should be held accountable. They also shouldn't be crucified, but they should be held accountable. Okay, so how about this? Why do black people riot and loot their own neighborhoods when something like this happens? You know, whether whether it be you know, I, I would just say yeah, I would just ahead. say. I would just say one. Most people's perspective is this isn't even my neighborhood. Like because like most of us don't own homes because we can't. Like, I mean, when you think about historically, redlining has not allowed us to own homes, and because, um, again, not by our own choice, but I got the same education as a white guy, and make half what he makes. Um, so most of us can't even afford to own our own home. So those aren't, quote unquote, our neighborhoods. But let's say they are. Most of the time in disasters, people are trying to survive. But when you see a white person do it, they say that it's them. Um, uh, they don't call it looting. They say they're surviving. They, right. say, they say, oh, man, you know, during this... Uh, hurricane we saw um you know during this hurricane we saw uh you know this this family going to this store like when you look at hurricane katrina all the black people in new orleans were called looters but then when you see it in other places this like man this lady surviving she just went and grabbed this loaf of bread out of the store like um it's the narrative and yeah some it's people, very much media media absolutely um, biased Right, so some people profit off of a racist narrative of painting black people as degenerates, and others don't. Um, so you have to ask yourself, does the news that I watch or the media that's given this news, have they been profiting or benefiting off of a racist narrative? Um, and if they have, then I would say you need to readjust how you listen to what they say. Um, but I mean, all in all, all in all, most black people don't even feel those are their neighborhoods, um, unfortunately. Yeah, one one of the things I always do when when there's you know that looting going on on the news, I always look to see what they're actually looting, and half the time it's like they're in a Dollar Tree, 
coming out with like snacks and drinks and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's, it's not really looting. You know, it's not right. like, it's not like they're, they're robbing the Nike store or Best Buy and grabbing TVs, which well, I actually, I have seen that, but yeah, at the same time, right. but most of these people are trying to survive. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's, are we going to, are you going to highlight the worst person that, that was an opportunist and like, you know what? And we also have to think about trauma. When you're in a neighbor, a neighborhood where trauma is at an all-time high, a police officer just killed someone in your community, and you deal with the trauma. Like, there's actually a study that says every black person in America has PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and people deal with that in a different way. And the reason why we say that is because of history, um, history, and today. Um, when you look on a media that portrays you as as an animal all the time. And when you look at a lot of the environments that we've come from, or just even what slavery has done, because slavery was done collectively to black people. So therefore we collectively have that in common in America, that collective uh, trauma of slavery, collective trauma of the civil rights era, collective trauma of the um, privatized prison system and the war on drugs, and those different things. What that study says is most people, most black people in America have PTSD. So when, if you live in an environment where cops are consistently, there are groups of cops that are consistently bullying you in your neighborhood. When you hit that breaking point, it's no telling what you'll do. You know what I mean? Um, So there's, there's that situation. And there also are people that are just opportunists. But mm-hmm. the, the thing is, like I remember, I think UK lost the uh, national championship. And there were kids setting stuff on fire in their community, at their college. These are wealthy kids. And it was white kids. I saw literally someone pulling down like a, uh, pulling down like a, uh, some stop sign or something, like tearing stuff up. But no one, talked about that riot like we've seen sports riots all the time yeah especially in soccer (laughs) absolutely in in america with all white people but no one says this is the this is the 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 riot where white people tore up their own community they just say oh wow these people were mad you know what i mean some rowdy drunk people some rowdy drunk people right but um you know Blacks are considered rioters and looters. A lot of times, uh, these these men that are killed by the cops were in the act of doing a crime. So why is everybody protesting and getting mad for a criminal? Because we have a justice system for a reason. So the uh, police officer shouldn't be able to be judge, jury, and executioner. Um, every every person has the right to a trial. Um, and if what you've done, um, if there's a death penalty in your community or in your state, then uh, if, you, if you're supposed to get that, the justice system should carry out justice. So the reason why, right. that's, that's an injustice. Um, Mike Brown stole some cigars, quote unquote. Um, that's what's on the camera. So if he stole those cigars... Death is not, he doesn't get the death penalty for stealing a handful of cigarettes. 